Well, joining us now to talk a little bit about uh, the longest-running soap opera in municipal politics, of course, uh, is uh, Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Good afternoon, Richard. Let me give you some words of wisdom from my dad before we get into yeah. politics. What always stands out to what he has said to me is 10% is what happens to you and 90% of it is how you react to it. Very, you and, know, and I think about that often. I, I now try to teach that to my kids who don't react particularly well to a lot of things, Jazz. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's first of all wonderful advice, and you you really appreciate advice that advice as you get older. You really understand problems are always going to be there. It's how you react to them that's most important. So uh, that is very I good to advice. A problem that that Mayor Brenda Locke is trying to react to now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I uh, I uh, texted somebody uh, during the news break, and so I'm told at four o two of six minutes ago, they're still in the middle of that meeting. They're still talking. So uh, I'm not sure when that meeting will end, but it was scheduled from two till four. So I think in the next hour, hopefully uh, things will change. But let's talk a little bit about where we're at right now. Uh, they have this in-camera meeting. There potentially could be a vote in regards to SPS or sticking with the RCMP. We also know the Surrey Police Union sent, uh, through their president, sent a letter to the SPS, uh, Chief Constable Normal Pinsky, saying basically that hey, look, uh, if they decide to go with RCMP, we do not wish to be part of that transition. We would like you to begin the process of paying us out uh, in regards to severance packages. We also know of a letter sent two days ago from the Solicitor General, Mike Farnworth, saying basically uh, that uh, here are the parameters in regards to how this will be judged. We want to make sure resourcing uh, is appropriate, whatever direction you decide to go, whether it's RCMP or SPS. They also He also reiterated, of course, course in that report that uh, the RCMP cannot cannot cherry pick uh, and grab members from other detachments in the lower mainland or throughout British Columbia where there is a shortage uh, and as he said to us on the show uh, that day uh, uh, the other day he, he basically wants to have an agreed set of facts so let's talk about what your report that the city hall level says and what our report for the province says let's agree on some facts and then uh, you go ahead and vote. But I don't think they've had that type of cooperation yet. What's your assessment of all this, Richard? Yeah, so like you, I've been phoning around to councillors today uh, and texting since they've been in this meeting. And I've never quite seen a council meeting like this in since was jazz. Some of these councillors didn't even know why they were being called into this meeting. Like, was this a meeting about a conversation to agree to send information to the province? Was this a meeting to look at the plan that the city has prepared to bring forward to the province? Or was this a meeting to vote on the plan in terms of next steps? And all of those things are critical here because there are a number of things that this council must decide. Uh, I'm not convinced, and I'm not sure you are either, that this council is willing to provide that information to Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth. And I think based on that letter that the minister sent, it would be a big mistake because, uh, in essence, you would be trying to pass a plan that the minister believes his ministry would not approve, and by doing so, you could seriously jeopardize the decision-making power you have as a city. Because if the province doesn't believe the, the city is making decisions based on its criteria, based on those conditions, 
eventually the minister and the government will step in and say, you are not meeting the conditions here. We are imposing a police force upon you, and that police force is the Surrey Police Service. Uh, and, and, you know, further to what you're saying here, um, uh, my understanding is the city felt, or certain some people within council and, and the city felt, that we provide our information. It sets a precedent where our our corporate information, our agendas are going to be sent to the government for approval before we can actually look at them. And I don't think they wanted to do that, which, you know, if, you, if, you, if this is a huge decision, why not work together? Why not cooperate, number one? So it, it's a bit of a, a shallow argument, in, in my opinion. My, my understanding also in the report that has been prepared, you know, as we all know, Mr. Minister Farnworth has said that the RCMP can't go poach uh, officers from other detachments because there's already a shortage in our province, so that he has, they have difficulty ramping up in his opinion my thing my understanding is the city feels that wait a minute here what are, what are the constraints on sps how do you know that sps can ramp up uh, that they need up to 800 officers as well in total so they're going to have challenges as well so and that wasn't part of the province's um, report it wasn't a part of uh, sort of the the limits that they put on sps as well from the pr- province's report so my worry is they decide to stick with the rcmp and then you sort of look around and go now what? Right. And, and part of this is about the staffing limitations. So you mentioned, can Surrey Police Service staff up fast enough? And a lot of that is tied to the Justice Institute. The province controls the Justice Institute. They have made commitments that they will ex- uh, expedite people through that system. The other crucial piece here, and it's often forgotten, you and I have talked about this a few times, is about the timeline here. The Surrey RCMP, at least for the next few years, is contracted to provide policing for the community. That will remain. Surrey Police provides services part of its transition to become the police force. If the vote moves forward with the Surrey RCMP, the Surrey Police Force will immediately withdraw its services. They are not contracted to provide that service. It's that gap that Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth is so worried about. And the RCMP is saying the same thing. They're going to fast-track people through depot. They will get people into Surrey. There is no possible way they can fast-track people fast enough to fill that void that would be left by the Surrey Police Service. So it's that short-term period of time that is so hugely problematic for the province that even amongst all of Brenda Locke's concerns about the province's plan, uh, she does not have a solution for that issue that has been raised. Uh, I'm curious, um, what do you think this means in regards to just um, a, a, a Vancouver, a Metro Vancouver police force or a Vancouver Island police force? Uh, I mean, does this set us back a decade in regards to getting there as a province? I think there's a lack of political will to move forward on it, Jazz. It's one of those things where they could create a committee right now, the legislature, and they could forge forward with figuring out a roadmap for regional and provincial policing. And there, uh, at this point, is no will to do that from the Solicitor General. He keeps referring to this as a multi-legislature issue. It's likely going to be a multi-decade issue. Um, And the longer you wait on the planning, the longer it takes to implement potentially tied to the fact that this has been highly problematic. I would have thought it would have gone the other way, Jazz, that the minister would have looked at how difficult this situation and said enough is enough. Like we need to find a streamlined approach to manage policing in the province through federal and uh, provincial resources to ensure that municipalities get the resources they need. We'll see if there's clarity once we get through the Surrey issue. The Surrey issue just has been so overwhelming for the minister over the last uh 
10 months or nine months or so since the municipal election that I think we need to get through that before they even can see any clear path towards uh, what I think is inevitable, uh, large munis- large regional police forces uh, here on southern Vancouver Island and in Metro Vancouver, and then a provincial force for the rest of BC. Um, we talked about uh, um, a bet and uh, a legendary burger platter. Uh, uh, right now, my thinking is that if there is a vote, council goes ahead with the RCMP uh, and the minister just comes in and said, wait a minute, our report said that they are not able to ramp up and hence I'm concerned over policing and the resources that law enforcement requires, not just for Surrey, but for all of British Columbia, I'm going to say that you move forward and stick with SPS. I mean, is that, I mean, if you're a betting man, I still think it's headed in that direction. I do. And I think the minister, we know, has that power to do so. Uh, it would be shocking after everything we've heard from the mayor about transparency and leading the public through this and giving them all the information they can get that her council would vote in camera out of the public's eye around such a crucial issue. It just it would be hard for me to believe that right now they are voting on this rather than I would expect they're voting on something like, should we share this report for the province or voting on next steps, not on that final decision. But who knows? This is one of those things that have been impossible to predict. But in terms of the final result, this council seems dug in on this idea that the RCMP is the path forward. And even though the province hasn't imposed any firm deadlines, my sense from those letters that we've been seeing over the last few weeks, that the province is getting sick and tired of this. Yeah. And eventually there's going to be an imposition of, of what they want, which is the Surrey Police Service. Richard, thank you. My pleasure, Jess.